Hello, Husky Nation. Welcome to Sports Illustrated's Husky Maven channel. This is On Second Thought. I'm your host, Kayla Olin, and with me as always, the amazing Mike Martin. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great, and you know, I love this topic that you've chosen for today. It's an interesting topic because you and I did a show when Jimmy Lake was hired. We talked about his expectations, what realistic expectations might look like, what a successful season might look like. And that was when we were still talking about a nine-win a nine season back when more than nine games were being played. We're now down to only six. So I thought it'd be interesting to look at, is it time to kind of switch up these expectations that we have for Jimmy Lake or maybe reevaluate them a little bit? And, and the thing that about this whole thing is we're in unique times. We're in strange times. We're in uncharted territory. And, you know, we, we, our expectations was a guy taking over uh, from a defense that Jimmy Lake said he knew what type of offense he did not want to defend. And when we saw the product that was on the field – of a ground and pound effort and I would say an efficient passing attack is not the kind of attacking offense that I was expecting to see from from when he was first announced because I thought man you know if 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 he's promising to attack I can't wait to see the product that's on the field and now I'm wondering do they can they keep up with uh, an explosive offense like uh, Oklahoma is starting, it's not Oklahoma, Oregon is starting to look like, and what UCLA and maybe even Colorado. It's interesting that we kind of, or you bring up Oregon and Colorado in the mix of even some SEC teams like LSU, who they win national championships, they get to those cultural playoffs by throwing the ball. While there are some amazing running backs, let's look at Saquon Barkley from Penn State. They didn't make it to the college playoffs with Saquon Barkley. They made it to the Fiesta Bowl and played Washington with that type of run game. And so it's interesting to look at how Jimmy Lake wants to be aggressive. He wants to attack. Personally, I think attacking has to do with a little bit more downfield threats and not just can we find a hole in the line. So it's interesting on now these expectations that we have with Jimmy Lake because well, I expect him to be aggressive. That didn't really happen. The play call was very conservative against Oregon State. Right, and I expected the the Huskies to be able to, uh, you know, go, you know, have an efficient run game on first down, get ahead of the chains, and then be able to uh, do some downfield throws where you can recover if you didn't get uh, a big play on second down where you can really kind of go there and start really putting the defense on their heels rather than getting into third and long situations, which they had about half of theirs were greater than third and four yards to go. I think it was eight of 16, in fact, were for uh, uh, third and five and above. And they went two for uh, eight in those, uh, I believe. So I thought that there would be a lot more attacking. Do they have the downfield threats? I believe they do in Puka Nakua. 
uh, in in Ty Jones, in Terrell Bynum, and 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 did I say Ty Jones? Um, and Ty Jones, and and then Sean McGrew out of the backfield, using him like a Christian McCaffrey type of of back, and we didn't see that, and that's kind of what I was expecting. So, is that what they? might do against Arizona. For me, I'm thinking, okay, you know, uh, it's going to be smash mouth, three yards in a cloud of dust, 1968 Ohio State Buckeyes football. So kind of now looking at these expectations that we had set aside for him, what record do you now expect Jimmy Lake to have based on A, the first game, B, the rest of the season left, you know, the, the defense, I think, has to win a couple of games for the Huskies. And I think one of those would – now, I don't mean like pitch a shutout, but they have to do better than the average uh, in holding a team like Oregon to and, – and even Washington State, because I think by the time Washington State uh, comes around, that that's going to be uh, a better oil machine – than than the Huskies. So I think the defense might have to win the Wazoo game and the Oregon game. And so that puts a balance on the offense to be able to uh, really kind of step up and do well enough to put 25, 30 points on the board against Oregon State maybe they held back a little bit like they would have against a Fresno State or an Eastern Washington, knowing that they didn't have to expose the playbook. So I hold out a little bit of hope that this can be an explosive offense. Which leads me to my kind of next transition to really wrap up these expectations we have of him. I'm going to give you three things that were said or scenarios that happened. And I just want to know if this lowered or maybe even just this season alone, maybe even as a long-term head coach. So the first one in his Monday presser, Jimmy Lake said that they will never be an air raid offense. I don't think any of us expected them to be an air raid offense, but with the depth of quarterbacks and receivers, we expected a little bit more. So with him saying that, and then what we saw, does that now lower or raise your expectations for Jimmy Lake? I never expected him to be an air raid offense because he wants the type of offense that he scares the crap out of him. Mike Leach never scared the crap out of him. Uh, he took down a USC air raid team last year. So I never expected them to be an air raid offense, but I expected them to attack downfield to the playmakers like Sean McGrew, Ty Jones, and maybe it was just uh, a wet ball. Maybe it was uh, you don't want to put too much on uh, the quarterback's shoulders. I don't know. So, no, I, I never expected – the offense to be a pass 60 times a game type of offense. Next scenario, he also kind of brought it up in that Monday presser as well. He had mentioned that the defense was not up to his standards or expectations. And so does, is that now a concern maybe that he has these expectations and now they're not being met when we expected the defense to be spectacular and not have to worry about it? I don't think – for, for me, I, I look at what have you done for me lately. And lately, 
is the the second half of the game where they shut down Oregon State. They bent, but they didn't break. They did a great job of finding ways to get off of the field. Uh, I think Oregon had Oregon State had one drive of over nine plays uh, in the second half. Most of them were between, there were, I think they had two, three and outs, and they had uh, most everything was five plays and under. So uh, am, I, am I embarrassed that this is not the next death row dog defense? No, because they played death row. They played lights out there in the second half. Literally, it lights out because it's almost midnight by the time this game is ending. But the final scenario on expectations being lowered or raised now is we've kind of already touched on it, and it's the play calling. Jack Westover even commented that he hadn't taken a carry in the backfield since he was in eighth grade. We now have a tight end running the ball. I don't think he ever caught any passes. I think he just ran. But is that kind of a high expectation? Maybe this is Jimmy Lake's little tricks that he has going on, or are you lowering expectations based on these tight ends catching the ball? What is, what is this doing now? Well, I tell you what, that's what I like about the play calling is Oregon State didn't go, hey, Jack Westover's in, let's look out for a dive play, okay? Uh, Jack Westover getting carries, uh, you know, now – you know, uh, uh, Arizona has to go, hey, Jack Westover's in the backfield. It could be him. It could be Pleasant. It could be McGrew. So you know, watch out for Jack Westover. It makes – gives your first opponent the no film study. gives your second opponent uh, more film study to really kind of really study more of the Washington playbook. So – you know, I don't think that it's going to be Boise State Fiesta Bowl gadget type of plays, but I wouldn't be upset if they had to win a game with gadget plays and they had those practiced and ready uh, and on the ready. Well, that basically wraps up this discussion. And from what I've kind of taken away from that is we may see that Jimmy Lake is not this indestructible man right now. He bends, but he doesn't break, is what you say. And so what do you think? Have your expectations changed for Jimmy Lake at all after watching this first game? Or do you need a little bit more time to make a final judgment call on that one? Go ahead and let us know in the comments. Also, don't forget to check out si.com slash college slash Washington for tons of great pregame, during game, and postgame content for football and basketball all season long.